You may have played poker, but playing poker in Texas is a different animal. This is the Texas Poker Podcast with Tyler and Clint. Hello, this is the Texas Poker Podcast. I'm Tyler. This is Clint. What's up, y'all? And we are back with episode 57. Episode 57. So we've actually played a little bit of poker over at the doghouse in Cyprus, which I, that poker room is growing just more and more on me. I, I really starting. I was kind of iffy at first, but I'm starting to really like it more and more. Uh, on Tuesday, we did a kind of a short session on that one. There's really it was such a short session. It was like a two hour session. Not really much to go off. I mean, it was almost like a hit and run. I mean, we played for less than two hours. Well, in all honesty, I didn't realize how short it was. I thought I thought we'd been there like two and a half or so, and then, but like I think we were both tired from coming off of working and just uh, me playing poker tired is just might as well just be donking off money because poker is pretty brutal when you're tired. Right, I was there trying to get that money, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. Um, yeah, it was. I think we were both exhausted, so it led to a short session. But there were, I mean, I guess we each had one pretty key hand for the session, right? My definitely key hand was against a lady who is kind of, I guess you would say, kind of a calling station a little bit. She's, you can tell, she's kind of new to poker and likes to play a lot of hands. I have pocket queens. I raise pretty big pre-flop and get a call from just her. I flop an over pair and bet it all the way down, and she calls me down with middle pair. Yeah, on the rear, on the turn, she calls me all in with middle pair, and my queens are good. It's really nothing to write home about, but it was that was the hand that kind of made the session. It wasn't much of a uh, a session for me. I was up 190, but I mean, we were there for two hours, so I'll take that all every, all day. <laughs> right. I had one where I got, so my first two cards were pocket jacks. I was like, here we go. Then it's the Omaha hand. I was like, dear God. So oh, yeah. then after that, I get queen 10 with a suited jack. So a queen jack of diamonds, I believe. Um, I flop a gutter to the nut straight. So I was like, well, okay, you know, um, someone bets, he didn't even bet that, he didn't even pot it, I think he bet like 15, and then I hit the gutter on the turn, which gives me the absolute nuts. Okay. Um, I pot it, um, there's a flush draw available, the other guy, so it's heads up, he calls, the, I mean, it's a clean river, I pot it again, he calls, he had the second nut straight, I had the nut straight. Very, I mean, it kind of plays itself, but, I mean, that was basically the whole, my whole session right there. I like that you potted it on the turn in the river. Well, I mean, the river, you have the nuts, so definitely you're going to. Uh, on the turn, like I say, I'm glad you're not slow playing. Like, I think a lot of people in no, from No Limit background end up uh, slow playing some of the stuff. When there's a lot of sets that have outs, and like you say, there's flush draws and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it seems to like it kind of played itself, but also like I like the way you played it too. Well, I mean, he had second nut straight with the flush draw to go with it. So, I mean, he's never folding. So, yeah, that's a. Oh, and I won four hundred thirty-three dollars because 
I turned a straight to a guy's flop set. He boated the river. So that's where the rest of that money went. <laughs> so. Okay. Well, that's a uh, not bad. I mean, that's a real that's a really good session for uh for such a short one. So that was like I say, I'm that poker room is very much growing on me. So that's uh was glad to have a a winning session there. Uh. Outside of the session that we just played, did you play any other sessions? Okay, then I guess I'll go into my Paramount session. Right, yeah, because I worked while you went to Paramount, so that... <laughs> That's right, that was a Friday night on there. Uh, so, there's a couple key hands that happened at Paramount. I get there, and they're just kind of starting getting a cash table going. I hadn't been there in a while, and it tends to be one of my favorite rooms still. We are very shorthanded. I think we're like we're playing five. Uh, we get Omaha, it's Omaha. I have ace, queen, 10, six, single suited to the ace. I raise to 10 preflop because we're shorthanded. Three Broadway cards and a suited ace seems definitely good enough to raise. And two call. The flop is 10, six, three with a flush draw that I don't have. Uh, so I flop top two pair. I'm thinking of what to do when a player donks 20 into me. I'm like, well... And he's kind of an aggressive thinking player. So there's probably players that this is... I would not play this way, but him, he seems to really have a a grasp, and he seems like he can be a little bit more aggressive than most players. I go ahead and pop for 100 thinking if he's got a set of threes, then he's got a set of threes. But I don't love it when he goes all in right on over the top of me. I mean, this sounds so dicey. It's extremely dicey. Uh, but at this point, like, I mean, like this is early in the session. I think I had like 150 more. I've got, I'm sitting there with top two. It was one of those, if he's got a set of threes, he's got a set of threes. I even asked him, like, do you have a set here all the time? He's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I make the call, and we run it once, and I am good. Uh, he flopped 10-3 for a top and bottom pair, bottom two pair, and also had the flush draw to go along with it. So he had a ton of outs. Good, It was a good call, but like I say, he was running very live. And, of course, in Omaha, that's usually how that's going to go. Absolutely. Nice to fade some outs there. Yeah, absolutely. I was very happy with that hand. Especially start, that started me off on a good note. Uh, one other... There's one other that really got me. The bomb pot. I have 9-5 of clubs. It's an Omaha bomb pot. And I flop a flush on both boards. It's all clubs on, bo- on both boards. I... uh. I've kind of just bet this all the way down. It, the the good thing is the ace, king, and queen are all out there. I was about to say, this sounds like you could just be flopped dead. Oh, 100%. I did not feel real good about it. Uh, but we well, there was some action. and But eventually, like, there was somebody who had a flush, but it's well, they didn't have the jack-high flush. So I ended up winning that board. Really weird... This is kind of an interesting topic. When you're playing against someone new. Oh, yeah. He told me all about this. Because I got my... I got the crap kicked out of me by a new player who uh, just didn't... 
because he was making bets that didn't really make sense. And it makes makes you think, like, some of these new players actually have an advantage uh, on one of the double board bomb pots. I have a decent flush. Was it? Yeah, it was a double board bomb pot. I think it was like Jack High. Uh, we call the flop, and then he, and then it checks all the way to him on the button on the turn. Where my flush, it actually ends up with a four to a flush. Of course, it's Omaha. You have to use two cards, so it really doesn't change anything. And it was, they were all lower. So I have a jack high flush, but there's also the ace high flush, the king high flush, and the queen high flush. It goes around to him, and he pots it for, I think, 250. A good chunk of my stack here. We got to mention, this is 1-2. Yeah, this is 1-2 as well. So it's a little bit, that's, uh, the stack size are a little bit shorter. Well, it comes back to me. I'm only playing one board. If he has the ace high flush, king high flush, queen high flush, I'm just completely dead. I feel like this is just a fold, and I, I don't hate this fold, but it goes back around. Like, there's one guy who's all in, and we see what his hand is. He's got the single ace of diamonds, which he thought was the nut flush, and caught me off a, an actual flush. <laughs> So it was one of those, and he, we had a couple hands like this where this guy just got the better of me because he really didn't know any better, and I had to give him some credit for something. So <laughs> I imagine that was so heartbreaking to see him with just the ace of diamonds there. It was kind of tough right there. And then there was another one. This was the last hand of the, the night where I, had, I flopped top pair, and he donks into me. I have king-queen. I raise to... Fi- yeah, it was 15. Uh, it's about 50 going to the pot with the blinds. We go... Uh, king, it's... I flop the top pair with king. There's a 7 on there and a 3. This is a great board for me. I can't wait to... you Can't wait to bet... I'm in late position. The first player checks. Then he donks into me for pot. I found this a very weird spot. So what did you have and what was the board? Just so we can go over it. I have king-queen. There's a king-seven-three with a flush draw out there. I mean, I'm just folding. I mean, Are you folding here to a one-pot-size bet with top pair? And PL, It was PLO you said? No, this is hold'em. I'm calling that's kind of what I thought. I I thought about raising, but I also thought that might be just overplaying my hand. I mean, you could have a random two pair, could have a set, and then if he has a lesser king, I'm pretty. I got him dominated pretty much anyway. Oh right, right. I remember this hand. This is the one that I was thinking. You're right. Given the hand, I was thinking you should have raised the flop. Yeah, it's with a the flush draw. Different. It's definitely a different spot. The uh, the other player folds. Then the turn is a seven. He then bets, I think, 25. It was a very weird bet. I remember that. I, I'm sorry. No, that was wrong. He bet like 75. He bet 75. Nothing changes here. I'm still with top pair. Really good kicker here. 
So I end up making the call. And then the river is an ace. And he bets 50. So now he's down bets the river. <laughs> it's all over the board. I'm one, I don't know what the hell's going on. But I'm like, does he randomly hit an ace here? Oh, it was an ace that completed the flush, too. It was the ace of hearts, completes the flush, and he bets 50. I don't love this card. The one thing I thought I was beating was about flush draw. But now we're looking at 50 into 150, 250, 300. We're looking at 50 into 300, and I still have top pair. Well, not top pair anymore, but the random ace doesn't make any much sense. Nothing's really making that much sense. I go ahead and put in the call, and he's got a 7 for trip 7s, which just threw me because... Very weird for that to be a lead out for pot on the flop. I, I thought that that turn of that turn seven was a great card for me. So it really just threw me. I mean, it sounds like it's a pretty tough trying to break down a new player's strategy. Yeah, it was just well, sometimes when you're just against a new player, you're just kind of playing the hands, and it really just it was the one that was just got the better of me. He had just got the better of the hands and just killed me. But uh. I ended up with a profit of about 300 over the night, so it was uh, still, uh, still a profitable night. But, yeah, I was, uh, I don't know if say at some point, sometimes they just, they're going to get you. <laughs> uh, so are we, that brings us to... The session we just played. The session we just played at Doghouse. Kind of interesting tables we were on. It was a maniac of a table, right? How did your start... Mine definitely started way more normal than that. Uh, it started with a pretty good uh, a mix of players, some good, some bad. Well, let me explain to you mine first real quick. So I was playing, and I kept, like, whenever I first sat down, we had some deep sacks, but they all ran to the round of each table and then left me there with, like, everyone who had, like, 100 bucks. But this one dude who was drunk... But he just kept beating me over and over again on the river. It was the craziest thing. Well, one hand, he misread his hand and thought he had jack high and had the nuts. When I was trying to bluff him, he just kept calling me down with what he thought was a gutter. And then I end up with one pair. And he's like, oh, I'm jack high of nothing. And he turned over his cards. He just had the nuts. And I was like, wow, this is just so brutal for me. That's pretty hurtful. <laughs> it's a... Uh... Yeah, I know that you you texted me from the other t- that table saying it was shitty. I didn't know like it was that short stacked, and that's why it was that shitty. On well, there. it was that, and then like I mean, so the game's playing relatively aggressive. I have um, four or five suited. The flop comes, or sorry, three four suited. The flop comes deuce three three. So I flop trips. Okay. Um, the turn is a deuce pairing the board. So now you have a boat. Yes. Okay. Mm, sorry. I messed his hand up on you. I messed <laughs> his hand up on you bad. I'm sorry. I had pocket threes. The flop came three deuce five. So then I flop a set on a draw heavy board. Okay. I check it. It checks around. I'm in the small blind. 
I check the turn whenever it pairs the deuce. So I have threes full of deuces. Guy makes it 15. Another guy calls the 15. I re-raise it looking like a bluff to 75. The guy okay. lays down a deuce. Well, I don't know. Like, you re-raise... Are you ever re-raising like this as a bluff? This seems like a, you're going to have it so often here when you're re-raising into two two players, one that's bet into and one that's now called. Uh, I tried to make it look like it's... It was one of the ones where I was trying to play in the table image of trying to look tilted. I mean... Because I was, and yeah. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it was shortly after whenever that guy thought he uh, full, had jack high and um, folded face up. He said he was going to fold face down, but I talked to him about it after. But um, yeah, so then I re-raise it. There was a flush rot and a deuce, or two deuces, and the guy was like, oh, I'm pretty sure bluffing, but I fold. And then the other guy folds, and he was asking me about it. He said, well, I had just a deuce and i was like wow i was expecting to get paid off by the deuce but yeah without a doubt that's definitely the card you're hoping to get paid off by it's a, uh, I don't i don't know i mean do, do you kind of wish now that you would have donked on this turn bet i mean because i i feel like the re-raise is so strong here but if you lead out i can't imagine he's folding trips at that point right I'm, I mean, <laughs> I wish I would have done anything that would have resulted in me getting more money. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Absolutely. I wish I would have donked out for 20 and he would have called. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, no, like we're not trying to be results oriented here, but I see what you're just saying, in ge- right? yeah, in general, do you think it's a better move or because once you check raise, I guess, well, most people are going to call with a deuce there. I don't know. That's a good fold by him. Especially with the flush draw available. So, I mean, I don't know. Um, But, yeah, so that was a good fold by him. And that was kind of not not tough for me, but just good play by him, which resulted in me not getting paid. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) Yeah, that was a – my table was – decent i guess it was like this was one of those sessions that was kind of a tough session for me i was card dead almost the entire session and literally every hand i played i played it horribly and i still didn't win when i was at your table yeah (laughs) yeah when you moved to table you should have definitely had a winning session because uh almost nobody bluffs i got bluffed twice in the session i had top pair on both uh one was it just ran out into the pre-flop razor calls. I have a pair of kings, but crappy kicker. Kind of put myself in this situation. Uh, I call. He checks the turn, which also gives me a flush draw with my pair of kings. This is where I think I messed up this hand. Is When I bet here, I'm getting called only by better and... At worst, if I get raised, then I'm now I'm losing a lot of equity. Uh, but as you can tell, he checks, I bet, and then he re-raises to <laughs> seventy to like I think seventy five, and then I mean a top pair with a flush draw, not going anywhere. So I call the river bricks. 
and it's one of those boards. I have like King Seven, and it's like King through Eight, and I think there might be even a, like I think it's like Eight, Nine, Ten, King. It's just I like all these big, like, all these big like, kind of Broadway cards. I'm like ton of two pairs here. He bets one fifty. I fold, and then he shows a bluff. For and he had a pair of tens, which I would have thought he might have checked that for show for maybe some showdown value, but it got me off the king. So good for him. Uh, another one where I flop top pair with a pair of sevens, and it's all under cards. So that's the nature of a top pair. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering. I was thinking. I don't know if you had to clarify that, but I'm happy you did. <laughs> Just in case you were wondering. Uh, it was, let me see, there was, a five was open-ended, so it would have been six, seven, six, four. Uh, the other guy calls. I, and then there's a couple callers. The turn brings in another undercard, I remember that, like a two or something like that. I check kind of for pot control. A guy bets 60, comes around to me, I call. Then the turn is a the river is a five and it doesn't make the open-ended straight draw but it makes a lot of stuff that would be that just got to two pair he leads out for i think 200 250 it was a gigantic bet and i fold pair sevens and he shows a bluff with he hit the pair of fives with had a nine for like an open-ended straight draw on the flop so i mean just horrid play Every hero call I did was the wrong call. Uh, it just, like, some days you're just not on your game, and this was that day for me. <laughs> well, for me, the story of the session was me not getting premiums and just losing. But um, the big hand for me was I got, well, I had I had two or three big hands, but I, <clears throat> I had pocket eights. The guy to my right raises blind. I know he didn't raise. I'm looking. I see. I call. No, sorry. Sorry. He limped blind. I raised a 35. Uh, one other person called. He calls blind. The flop comes deuce four. Like, what would it be? Like deuce four seven maybe? Okay. And I had pocket eight. He bets. There's. Now, has he looked at this point? Now he looked, yes. Okay. He bets, and I was like, well, I'm not really buying this. Because he's shown bluffs before. Quite a few bluffs. Well, not to mention, there's this is a bluff-heavy board. I mean, 5-6 would be a bluff. I mean, he could have, and he could just think he's good with like a pair of 7s, pair of 4s. Exactly. Or something like that. So he bets like, um, maybe, I mean, maybe 50. I called the 50. The turn brings, I believe it was the Jack of Clubs bringing up flush draw. And I'd already seen him bluff on turned uh, flush draws before. Mm -hmm. He bets like 200, 225, something like that. Okay. I call. The river bricks it out. I'm like, well, if I was good, if I thought I was good on the turn, I'm still good. Right. That's what I was thinking. Um, he bets 500. Oh, God. I snap call. He flopped a set. Man, that's if somebody's playing blind like that, and 
Man, I don't know. Well, you flop an... Well, if you have an over... That's just a cooler. When it's over... Even if he's not playing blind, an overpair to a set is going to be really a tough situation. You're. It's not a matter of losing money. It's going to be a matter of how much money you're going to lose. Yeah, apparently how much he was going to bet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, did you did you snap call or did you kind of tank? Or was this a tank call on the river? I don't even remember. I yeah. think I tanked for a little bit, but everyone was talking so much during the hand. Yeah, I don't know. That's This is at my table, which was a, kind of a maniacal table, too. So that's kind of... I think we need to put that in perspective, is this is, might be a fold against a normal table. But these... There were at least three players kind of playing like just kind of like a maniac playing oh, whatever. Yeah, and this was one of those players. This was also the player who was super drunk, who kept misreading his hand and stuff. Yeah. So... Because I think this this is going to sound like just a punt by you if we don't put that in context. Because uh, otherwise, this podcast could be like, well, Tyler calls off gigantic amount with pair of eights. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it felt like a punt in the moment, but... <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Tyler's like, it, it definitely resulted <laughs> in the same way. <laughs> yeah, so it felt a lot like a punt whenever I did it. Um, so that was disheartening. And um, so this was... This was a gigantic hand for me to kind of get me back back on track. Um, so our table agrees to do the 1, 3, 6, 12, 24. Right. So um, I'm in the 3. I get dealt ace, king of spades. i like, this is perfect because, one, I have like $650 behind. Right. And yeah. you you led for seventy five. Yeah, so I can go from my perspective on this one. <laughs> yeah. So I am under the gun. Well, I'm under the gun from the uh, the straddle. I'm the first to act from the str- like after the straddle, which was like the button, right? When that how many straddle? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think so. It's close to it. I'm pretty sure the uh, first act was the button. So there's a ton of dead money out there. I kind of do a loose queen 10, and I raise it to 75, putting pressure. I think I'm going to put pressure on the straddle. And this is, I kind of like this hand for this situation for my stack size, because I probably have like 450 behind at this moment, maybe. Maybe 425, but it's something around there. And I'm like, well, if I get calls, then it, it's possible I just get a fold. I take some pretty decent dead money down. Well, I mean, just the straddles would be 24, 36, uh, 42, 45. I mean, $45. It's almost, if everybody folds, I just increase my stack by 10%. And then if people call, well, any queen 10 where it's top pair, I'm just, I can just shove. So it gets called by the next player, gets called by the next player. And this is where it comes to oh, Tyler. <laughs> there's one more call. No, it was only two right for seventy five, right? Oh, sorry, three seven. You were one of them. Sorry. Yeah. I was, so then I just ship it all in for like six thirty, probably. Yeah, I was disheartened to see that. 
<laughs> when you shipped it, it made me very sad, just to let you know. Say <laughs> you look super bummed in the moment. I was like, well, this might be where I can really start to rack up. And then there's Tyler. And before it even gets to Tyler, I see him like stacking his chips. And I can see what's about to happen. I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> so I end up folding and Tyler you tell me tell me where how the rest of this hand plays out um the next player folds and then I get the guy tanks forever and then calls so we don't really know what he had but he was one of the kind of would you say maniac or loose players or I definitely aggressive. give a maniac on this on this one so yeah <laughs> yeah I mean I just flop a flush and he mucks yeah, you flop. You have ace king spades. Flop comes three spades, and you're done. Which he said he didn't have a pair. Which I believe the way he's playing, it, it looked like I don't know. We didn't. We'll never know what he had. But when you showed over ace king, even before the flop, he did not look happy. I think he had either like ace jack, ace queen, king jack, some. It seemed like you had him dominated even from the start without flopping a flush. But flopping the nut flush, it's a good way to feel good about that hand. <laughs> yeah, I was really wishing you were in it. And then um, <laughs> um, and then I play one other interesting hand. It's a PLO hand. It's almost the last hand of the night. Or Was it the last hand? Of the, I think it was the last hand of the night. Uh, I had gotten stacked, so... <laughs> I was not in the last hand of the night, so I was up walking around the poker room. So it very well might have been the last hand of the night, and if it was, you're gonna have to go right street by street for me. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Because like I was walking around crying. <laughs> but um, so I get dealt ace of spades, ten of spades, ace of hearts, six of clubs. And uh, one player bets out for like, it was like 15. I called the next guy pots in. Well, no, it must have been one other player called. It was a pretty big pot. And then he pots it. And then I was thinking, well, I'm just going to repot and get it all in pre-flop with this guy. Because he only had like maybe 200 more behind. Okay, yeah, absolutely. This would be fine. The guy who covers me calls. So he covers you. Like, what are you? What are you at right now? Probably about. Maybe like twelve hundred. Oh gosh. So this is might have been so a little bit more. Tough. Actually, it had to be a little bit more. So you fifteen. You remember what that guy potted it for? It was like one fifty, one forty five, something like that. 150, 145. So let's say it's like 150. The other guy calls. Yeah. God, this is... So you can basically get almost your entire stack in here. I could, yes. So, because let's say you repot... So if you repot it, we're looking at 450, 600, 750, and then what was ever in the pot to begin with beforehand. Good lord. So tell me what you did here. I weaned out and called. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, probably smart. I think for the math actually says to repot here. 
Uh, but that being said, you know, <laughs> I don't blame you. I mean, I did not want to be the story of the guy who repotted with aces and loses like to six, seven, eight, nine or something. Just to let you know, I've seen this story over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was like, well, I definitely want that to be the conclusion of my night. <laughs> so I only call, I flop a gutter with, it was seven. So I had six. So it was seven, nine. What else? I remember an eight gave me a gutter. And it was a diamond draw out there. And I did not. I had the spades with my ace. Okay. But I flopped a gutter with my six and my ten. Uh-huh. I hit the gutter. Here's the problem is there's no gutter that makes you the nuts, though. I mean, you're telling, you're talking to the guy who knows that's my problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was like, that was my biggest concern when you said that. I was like, there's not one gutter here that would make 610 the nuts. So, okay. So you hit, but you do hit the gutter. I do hit the gutter. Okay. Um, guy checks it. I pot it for 600 and something. It was a bunch. I don't remember how much it was. Um, maybe like five. I don't remember. But he insta-folded. He had pocket queens. Um, the other guy had aces as well. My straight holds. Oh, God. The other guy had aces as well? Yeah. Ooh. Probably a good call not uh, repotting that. Because, I mean, against with him holding those aces, you're not feeling great, great about queens. I, you're still you're still be a favorite, but damn. <laughs> wait, wait. What? No, the I had aces. The short stack had aces. The deep stack had queens. Well, yeah. I'm just saying, if you repot it, then the queen, those queens call. Yeah, you can flop a set, and oh, you, gotcha. you have no way to flop a set. It, you're still ahead probably, but God, it it would definitely hurt your hurt your odds a little bit. Definitely, but that um that one led to me. I mean, I made a pretty good comeback. I was in the game. I was down to six hundred, and then I ran it all the way back up to a six hundred and seventy three dollar loss. Yeah, so that was, well, I mean, without them knowing, that's oh, very... Oh, sure, I was in the game for 2500 Yeah, it's a... <laughs> so, so, yeah. <laughs> I had 600 and then I had a $600 lot. Uh, well, yeah, that's a, I mean, that's a huge comeback. I mean, I'm very sad that the entire time you were coming back, I was fa- <laughs> I was falling off a cliff. <laughs> Before Clint fell off a cliff, he's like, you want to leave? I'm like, we can't leave. The game just got good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then Clint he- loses all his money. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought about, because I had started out shitty. I mean, it was card dead for, I think we played like seven hours, and it was pretty just horrible the entire time. And I got a like above even like a hundred bucks. And I was like, well, maybe this is a time just to call this good or whatever. You know, it's been a kind of a tough session and I'm like, well, no, let's, let's see what happens. And you know, it's one of those things that you, I stall and I'm like, well, now I'm down a little bit. Let me get back <laughs> up again. Tell you what, once I was down that second time, never came back up. It was, and I mean, there's certain sessions where you just get coolered. And you know it is what it is. You're not gonna. You're just not designed to win. This is one of those sessions that probably could have been a win. I definitely just made made every call I made was really bad. 
not everyone. Well, I mean, I was only down 600 for the session, so th there were some that went my way. But the majority hero calls I made were really bad. All the folds I made, I was showing a bluff instantly. <laughs> I mean, this might be karma for the me showing Mendicha bluff, because everybody was showing it to me. To I mean, you, you want to talk about one time. I got shown it every damn time I folded <laughs> Uh, and then every time I actually had some good hands, I flopped a set of aces on Omaha. Didn't you river quant? Rivered quads got no action. Uh, that was so funny when you tried to pot it, but you had already limped the three. God damn, man. I don't even know like what I was <laughs> thinking. It, let's say not my best session. I had pocket Kings flopped a set of Kings got uh down bet, got one call. And then my next bet was folded. Uh, just it was one of those that every time I did have a good hand, uh, I got no action. And like I say, not really a great session for me. But I was glad to see you make a a pretty astounding comeback from what you what had happened earlier. <laughs> when you had the set of threes, I was I was trying to get lucky versus that super deep stack guy. I had just complete trash. <laughs> 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 I was like, maybe I can go runner runner. No, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, I was like, well, that's tough. Um, oh, I had one interesting hand. Um, this, I guess, probably closed it out pretty close. <laughs> but um, I had king four of diamond, king four offsuit in the straddle. Okay. And I told someone, I said, oh, this is my lucky hand. So I called, uh, like I was in for six. They made it 20. There's a bunch of people in there. Okay. So I was like, you know whatever so i call i told him oh this is my lucky this is my favorite hand right i win a bunch with it trust me i flop the king and there's a flush draw it's like king spade spade and the king of hearts okay they bet pretty big it's three ways i call it was like maybe 40 it went 40 40 i call okay the turn is a four of hearts so, oh, wow. so it was spade, spade, heart, heart. It was double, basically, right? They both check it, and I was like, oop, time to – I told them I'm going to blast you guys out of this pot now. And I bet, like, 250, and they both fold, and one of them asked to see the river. Of course, his flush would have come in. He was mad. Oh, good way to blast it right there, then. <laughs> yeah. I was like, let's close out on that equity. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Like they uh, they do have some equity in this pot. Let's make them pay for every little bit of it. That was that was well played. I mean, I'm not real thrilled about you playing king four suited, but I was pretty suspect tonight too. So I'm definitely not throwing stones. <laughs> well, I don't know. Okay, here's my thought on it. Right, I'll give you the thought. You can disagree on what in the podcast. Okay. <laughs> so I'm in for six. I'm on the button straddle. I'm. It, they make it 20. It goes call, call. I feel like you need to defend your straddle with something, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to straddle, yeah. Well, one, it's only 14 more. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I actually completely agree here. If yeah. you're on the straddle, you need to defend it here with this. Okay. that's That was kind of my thought on it. It wasn't even suited. So it was... <laughs> Sure, I guess. Whatever, man. Okay, yeah, you're right. I disagree. I don't know what. I don't know why you're in there with King Four, but 
well, you make it 30, we'll talk, you know, but 20, I got a call. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't, know, I don't know what you're looking for me, man. <laughs> okay, so you, 14 more you're going to call, right? Yes. So if you have, if you're the big blind and they make it, what is it, nine, 17 or whatever. Well, but I have position here. Come on. It all changes and I'm yeah. closing the action. Yeah, you are closing the action. I don't know. I don't love it, but whatever. <laughs> I'm glad you won the head is all I can say with it. Because <laughs> like, I'm too tired to argue. It's four in the morning. <laughs> yeah. At four in the morning, you play whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, this is the Textbook Podcast. We'll talk to you next week. That was the Texas Poker Podcast. Go ahead and rack up. Add time and we'll see you next week.